Welcome to Business Ninjas, brought to you by Write For Me, where you'll hear from business leaders who are out there growing their business and slaying it every day. Learn from the masters. Let's get started. Hey, everybody. Welcome back for another episode of Business Ninjas. I'm here to do Brian Champagne. He's the CEO at Eclipsis. Brian, welcome to the show. Thanks, Kelsey. Thanks for having me. Yeah, excited to have you today. So, Brian, why don't you start and tell us a little bit about yourself? Sure. I'm Brian Champagne, CEO of Eclipsis. Uh, started my career actually on the technical side of the world, which is a strange thing for a CEO nowadays, but I guess becoming more common. Uh, worked up through the technical ranks, working with uh, very large companies and, uh, you know, in the storage space, networking space, et cetera, and made the switch over to cybersecurity and uh, joined Eclipsis in 2020 and uh, have headed up uh, operations since 2021. That's fantastic. So talk to me a little bit about, you know, Eclipsis and what you what you do there. Absolutely. So Eclipsis is a company where what we do is we replace data. Um, when we think about the world of cybersecurity, a lot of people are out here and they're they're trying to protect data. They're trying to find ways to, to hide it, to do all these different things. And what we did is Eclipsis has said, well, the bad guys really want to steal the data. So how about if we just replace it? And then when someone comes in to steal it, there's nothing there to steal. So that's really what we do and work inside of applications and mobile apps and websites and things of that sort to protect data all across the world. Interesting. So, you know, talking about different solutions, talk to me a little bit about what that looks like for Eclipsis. Yeah. So we are a company that really sells to uh, people who develop their own software or run their own applications, run their own websites. The reason being is what we do is we integrate inside of the application. Most companies, when they use security, they're using the security based out of the operating system, which leads to inconsistencies. So if you were sitting here and you had uh, people running Windows and then you had them running Apple and you had iOS and Android, you may have different levels of security for every one of those platforms. With the Eclipsis solution, what we do is we build in at the application layer and we make it so that you're using our security and our cryptographic libraries. So you get consistency across all of those different platforms, allowing you to know that when you're protecting your customers or you're doing something, you're not counting on someone else coming in to help you do that. And that's a real key to, to what we're doing and where a lot of people are really excited about it because a lot of these application vendors are ending up in situations where, you know, someone's coming up and saying, oh, we've had a zero day, which is a, a, a vulnerability in the wild immediately. And they're going, oh, I hope they fix it soon. Well, this allows them to control that security and control that narrative of when it's fixed. And Kelsey, that, that's a big thing that's really sitting well with people. That's fantastic. And you mentioned, you know, you work with or, you know, Eclipsis works with individuals who are, you know, running their own, you know, websites, like you said, yeah. are there specific trends in industries that you see Eclipsis working with more? So when we started out, we figured it was going to be in government. We figured it would be in financial services, which we've really, you know, gone through and, and done a lot in. But it's funny, we're getting a lot of interest from other industries and other people because we're seeing hacks that are happening in places that people never thought of. When we think of the SolarWinds hack with an over-the-air update issue, or when we look at the different hacks that are happening out in the world, a lot of people are going, geez, I'd really like to remove the ability for 
for someone to steal the data or to retain the data long term. And I'd like to make it so that I don't have to think about that. And the term we use is the total protected volumes of data. So when we sit here as a security person and you say, well, I, I protect all the data that's inside of my firewall. Well, it'd be nice if you could protect the data when it leaves your firewall too. Well, by using our solution, we're actually protecting it all the way up through the application to consumption. And that's something that a lot of people don't realize uh, is something that's not being touched by people. Hmm. Hmm. You know, I think that's an interesting shift. Um, do you think that that was impacted by COVID times at all? I think it was because what started happening, excuse me, what started happening is people started using their mobile devices more. So when we sit here and we think about our mobile devices and we think about the world in general, people sit here, they do banking, they do conference calls, they do everything from their mobile devices. And what we always jokingly say to people is, well, what version of software for anti-spyware, anti-virus, anti-malware, et cetera, do you run on your cell phone? Mm -hmm. And everyone looks and goes, whatever my IT department gives me, which is usually nothing. Yeah. And what started happening is in COVID times, people started using those devices more and more. So it opened up the ability to exploit holes, to steal data as it happened, and to do it, uh, as we jokingly say, death by a thousand paper cuts. <laughs> let me go and hack, you know, and steal user accounts from a lot of different people. And let me go through and do brute force attacks using that data and, and doing those sort of things, Kelsey. And that's really where we saw people start looking at those end devices much differently. Mm -hmm. So is Eclipsis able to provide that all-encompassing support? Um, you know, talk, talk me through that technology a little bit more. Yeah, absolutely. So let's say you were running a mobile application and whether you're doing banking or you're doing finance or you're doing something else where you're providing a service to your customer and you say, geez, I really want to use a security that happens the second my data is created inside of my application before it even hits the operating system or the network or any of the rest. What we would do is we would work with you to integrate and test it inside of your application. You go through, you say, oh, it's ready to go. You literally do an update in the Apple you know, or Android stores. Mm -hmm. And at that point, your users go and say, oh, there's an update. They download it. They're now running Eclipse's technology. There's no change to the user experience. There's no change to anything that happens. And yet it gives you the ability to say that device is a paired relationship between that device and the server that it's talking to. So you know the data is completely secure from the second it's created and we can't even decode it. The reason being is one of the things that we've also seen a lot of times happen with solutions that are trying to protect data, they start introducing other things to say, well, you got to check with our service. You got to touch our stuff. Well, that's another stop and that's someplace someone can hack. What we do is say, well, why don't we just make it so that your end device and your server are paired and you don't talk to us, you don't talk to anyone else, and only those two devices can talk to each other. And the next second they go to talk, they're using absolutely newly randomly generated values to replace data. And that way there, we know it's always secure and never uh, able to be hacked. That's, uh, you know, it sounds like that's a really interesting technology that you're able to use. Um, you know, I'm being honest and transparent, I'm, I'm not as well versed in the cybersecurity world as you. So is that, you know, that technology of kind of flipping the script, is that, you know, something that really differentiates Eclipsis from its competition? 
It really is. Because we're able to go through and change the data, um, I always like to talk about a little example that, that we do. And if it's okay, I'd like to share it with you. Um, when you go to the bank, you sit here and you have, say, $100 or $1,000 and you're driving to the bank and you pull up to the, you know, the, the ATM or whatever, or you pull up to the, the teller window and you say, okay, let me put my money inside of this little container and shoot it through a tube to the teller. And, you know, you put the money inside, you shoot it through the tube and it ends up with the teller and the teller opens it up and they deposit your money. Life is good. Well, what if someone broke open that tube? They would just open up the container and steal your money. Well, let's say you sat there and you took that money, you put it inside and you took a lock and you lock that container and you shoot it through the tube. Now, if someone breaks open that the, the uh, tube and they're able to open up that container, they still get your money. Well, what if you sat here and you wrote a note that only you and the teller understood that could only be used once and you still locked it inside and you shoot it through the tube and all of that. Now someone breaks it open, they get nothing. Well, let's talk about what that equates to in technology. That tube is what TLS, known as HTTPS, or VPN is. What is that container being locked? That's encryption. Encryption takes a key and applies it versus your data inside of it and locks it inside, but at the end of the day, your data is inside. What we do is we look and say, well, what is it that someone actually wanted? It's $1,000. Well, let's just replace $1,000. So that way there, if someone goes through and does it, it's, it's replaced. But you can still use encryption. You can still use the tube, the TLS. You just don't have to, but you can. And that is, I think, the exciting thing of what we're doing at, at Eclipsis. Because we're saying to people, we understand what you do is good. We understand what you do is important. But we also understand people aren't going to change everything. We have compliance in the world. Yeah. Compliance says you have to have encryption. You have to have TLS. I can tell you, this is the greatest thing in the world. This is going to replace those different technologies. But what ends up happening is people turn and say, well, I have a compliance need that I have to check a box to say I use those. Our answer to that is, please do. It's a good idea too. You can never have enough security. So. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I'm curious in your example of the bank teller, you know, with that, Hackers are constantly finding new ways to hack and to, you know, wreak havoc on companies. How is Eclipsis able to stay ahead of that and adapt to the to the changing, you know, environment? Sure. With traditional things, as we talked about, with encryption, you're using mathematics against data. You're sitting here saying A times B equals C. A is data, B is an encryption key, C is what you're going to send across. And it's much more complex than that. What we're doing is more of a data mapping exercise. So what we're doing is we're generating data based off startup information that we have worked with you to, to put in place and could be unique from that device, could be a password, could be all of these different things. And that's generating the codes. When we go through and map you, we're actually not using your data to map the code. We're changing your data to something that is ours. We're sending that across and then we're changing it back. Mm -hmm. So the secret sauce is actually what we do. It's not your data and it's not encryption. It's the fact that we're changing your data into something and then we're using an unrelated uh, item to then uh, decipher your information. And that is a key to it because what starts happening is if you think about, you know, when we were in school and we were doing math, you know, okay, I want you to sign a, you know, solve a mathematics problem. The problem is I'm gonna give you A times B equals C. Uh, okay, well, what am I supposed to solve? Anything could be A times B equals C. I mean, there's 
an infinite amount of numbers that could equate to that. And we say, exactly. And that's exactly what we do. Hmm. Do you think it's one of the most common misconceptions is that changing of the data, people understanding that shift and why it's important? I think the businesses are starting to understand more and more about it because they're understanding that the attack vectors that are happening are really about people wanting to get to the data. And when you sit down and talk to someone about the fact that the data is really what they, they want to get to, a lot of times we jokingly say people have an aha moment where they go, yeah, they do. Oh my goodness. What's, what am I doing? Why, why am I not doing this? Because we're in a race against quantum. We're in a race against the newest version of encryption. We're in a race against the next zero day. What we're saying is this is a, a race in futility for a lot of the things that are going on. We sit here and, you know, way back when we had 64-bit encryption and, okay, that wasn't working anymore. And someone said, I know, 128-bit. And then next thing you know, it's 256. And now it's quantum encryption. What we're doing is we're racing mathematics. And what we're saying is let's change how we look at the data. Now, are we going to make everything completely secure? Not at all. Because unfortunately, you're only as strong as your weakest link. What we're saying is this is a weak link that people have left. Um, I, I don't want to say unaddressed because that's not fair. We've had a lot of really smart people in the industry going after these things and trying to fix them and coming up with new ways and continued development. But we're just saying, let's look at it differently and let's really look to solve that problem maybe a little differently. So no disrespect to the work that's been done. The people who've done it are brilliant, but we're just saying maybe we've got a different way to do it that might be a little better. Mm -hmm. And supplement and work as a partner, you know, not, not completely, you know, like you said, discrediting the work that they've done, but being more of a partnership to be able to, you know, protect the, protect the data. Absolutely. You know, we always talk about crawl, walk, run in terms of process development. You know, you crawl and you're just a child crawling into things and you bump into things and then you start walking and okay, well, you don't bump it too much. And by the time you're running, you should be really good. When you look at where we are, we, we're where we are because of the great work that the people have done before us in cybersecurity in, in terms of things. So, uh, you know, we salute them completely and, and are excited about it. And some of the most exciting conversations we've had are with some of the most brilliant minds in cybersecurity as they look at what we do and go, oh, I see what you did. I really like that. And uh, it's a really cool thing for us to do. That's great. Well, Brian, as we start to wrap up this conversation, is there anything you want to leave our listeners with, you know, either about total protective volumes of data, about cybersecurity, anything you want to leave our listeners with? Yeah, I'd say that we have to get away from the defeatist attitude that I hear so often. I'm going to get hacked, so why should I worry about it? And what we say to people is, yeah, you're going to get hacked. And there's organizations in this world that will hack any organization they want. But you're probably not a target of all of them. Now, what you need to do is you need to sit here and say, the organizations that, that do those things, they are who they are. Don't be a victim to the smaller uh, half-hearted hackers, the opportunistic hackers. Protect yourself against them because what happens is you could get hacked, yes, but don't get hacked when you don't need to because that's going to lead to multiple hacks and don't do that. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Well, Brian, that's a great little bit to leave our listeners with, you know, an optimistic outlook, protecting yourself, protecting your data. You know, I think this was a great conversation and I really appreciate you being on Business Ninjas today. Thank you so much again. Really yeah. appreciate it. Great to have you.
Hey, are you a business ninja? Want to be interviewed like this? Give us a shout. Go to www.writeforme.io, W-R-I-T-E-F-O-R-M-E.io, and schedule a time to meet with us, and we'll make it happen. Keep slaying it, y'all.